0: Temp check. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today.
1: everybody. This is Rob Halford, the metal god from Judas Priest. And you're listening to Talking Metal.
0: Rock rock over London. Zurich. Auckland. Dublin. Dallas. Dallas, Milwaukee. Los Angeles. Sydney. Sydney, Indianapolis. Tokyo. Seattle. Paris. Budapest. Berlin. New York. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Two men who are committed to rocking you wherever you might be, John Astronomy and Mark Striegel. Welcome to the Talking Metal Podcast, broadcasting around the world from TalkingMetal.com and StriegelsMusicNews.com.
2: Hey, welcome to another very special edition of the Talking Metal Podcast. Mark and I have been invited out to the home base of Metal Mike Klaschek.
3: How you doing, Metal Mike? What's up, my metal brothers from different mothers? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Thanks for visiting my heavy metal underground lair.
4: So I ran into Mike uh, not far from here last night at the Autumn Hour show. Autumn Hour is a band with Alan Tecchio, uh, who was a part of Screaming Metal. What do you think of the show last night, Metal Mike? I thought it was really good. Um, you know, um, their, their bass player,
3: Clint, clint arendt um he uh he did some shows uh with my band Pay museum as a bass player oh. and um i had clint come over and he was like hey i want to i want to play you some of this autumn hour stuff and and i didn't know what to expect um i like alan's vocals a lot so i knew that at least you know at least i would like that and um when Clint uh, played me the stuff, I really liked it. You know, I I thought it was great because it was it was kind of hard to categorize with the with the album sat, and I really right. liked it. It was kind of like just like great, kind of progressively type rock metal music. Yeah.
4: I think there is a progressive edge to it for sure. Yeah, right? yeah.
3: You know, I I love records that are kind of like. Cheerios, there's you know, there's no frosted Cheerios. I just like Cheerios. This is what the record <laughs> is, you know. Nothing the else. Meat and potatoes. Of, that's of it. A metal. Uh, I love records like that, and but at the same time, if I if I'm not in
2: that mode, then I love stuff that's just really hard to categorize. Absolutely. Well, Metal Mike. Speaking of Dingbats, we want to thank you for jamming, seek and destroy with Screaming Metal. And with Rob Dukes. Yeah, that's Wasn't right. That cool? thank yeah, you, man. I thought it was great. And we said this on the podcast before. When you came out, the first thing you did, man, you took command of that stage. You came out, you had the Jackson V, you were freaking shredding right off the bat, and it was killer, man. Thank you guys for um for inviting me out for it. I I thought it was
3: fun. Oh, it was you a blast. Know? I've only played one time on big Bats and I think that was in two thousand six. So um it was it was just you know a lot of fun you know it was it was good vibe a lot of people there too <laughs> to see screaming metal so yeah. i loved it man it was great I, he- I heard you guys had like people come down from all over united states
4: right yeah we had people fly in from california uh, there was people driving down from massachusetts yeah. long island washington dc the talking metal fans really uh came out that night and uh, also the Hades fans uh, of course uh, Dan Lorenzo and Alan Tecchio of uh, Hades fame. So that was a great night. But without question, I think the the climax of the night, if you will, (laughs) was when uh, Metal Mike took the stage along with Rob Dukes to do Seek and Destroy, the Metallica classic. Yeah,
3: it was was a good vibe. I loved it. It was kind
2: of like intense in its own little way, you know. And when Mark said climax, there might have been a few women who had a climax at that point. I never heard anything about it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, i got to talk about the, quote, man cave that we are now in. This is an insane <laughs> place. Metal Mike <laughs> is a great place. And right now, i just got to describe it. I'm sitting next to Four Slant Cabin. It's three marshals and a mesa. Heads, I was going to say, out the ass. Can we say that on I'm talking metal? Yes. It's just an insane display of rock gear. And this is where you do your recording. Tell us about it. Unofficially, this is the House of Metal Studios.
3: You know, I had cool. I, uh, I had a banner that I had, but I I just uh, ran out of space for hanging up stuff. And so this is where I kind of record everything. You know, just uh, whatever needs to be done, whether it's solos or guest appearances or or records. Um, I have enough enough gear and enough uh, space and hopefully enough know-how that I can make a record. And, that, and that's been my goal for a long time because I I think every musician really loves to have their own kind of be self-able to to do stuff, you know, so that was my dream for a long time.
2: And this is the same gear that you recorded the infamous, amazing talking metal theme with Rob Halford. That's right. That's right.
4: Cool. And uh, I see Pro Tools up on your uh, computer over there. Yeah. You told me last night that uh, you are working on some solo material. Yes, let's, just, let's talk about that. What can the talking metal listeners expect from Metal Mike? This is not Pain Museum. This is a, a total solo record. Yeah, completely. Um,
3: well, I, I almost said completely left turn, but it's it's not really quite true. Um, it's not a Pain Museum record, and it's a. I would really like to think of this of of this album that I'm working on right now as the as the first proper official Metal Mike release. You cool. know. Um I I kind of felt like everything I have done upon this point was you know, hopefully I've done some good stuff. Um, but it was almost kinda of like sharpening the skills and getting experience and doing all that and, and I'm really thought about what i learned and and um i'm bringing this all into this this new album so it's it's um it's gonna the record's gonna come out under metal mic and um and the title the working title for the record now it's gonna be it's gonna be called file uh, file under metal oh cool in case yeah. you in case your local record store doesn't know where to put put the album it's just gonna it's just gonna be the record name of the record and it's gonna be just uh the most driving intense um, a to z heavy metal record Hopefully instrumental you
4: to... are you going to have singing on it you
3: know i 'm most likely it 's going to be a guitar based record, so I guess the word instrumental will be the answer for it, but it 's not going to be a look at me, I could play arpeggios record it 's not going to be chord changes so i could I could play different chord inversions and arpeggios over it 's going to be a more of a of a release of music and energy from a to z. Than to show kind of I can play, I can play type of record. Right. But it's going to be it, the, the most important thing for this album for me is going to be to make one of the most metal
2: statements of this year. And I think if there's anybody that can make a metal statement, it is definitely Metal Mike. And Metal Mike, you've added so much credibility to Talking Metal because you're part of the Talking Metal family. You've appeared with us on our TV shows. And we, once again, thank you for that because you will always, forever, be part of the family you might say you might never get rid of me now <laughs> no we believe me we don't want to get ready to get metal mike you're, you're the coolest to metal mike let's do a talking metal toast Yep. Yeah.
3: let's talk about the uh the tequila shots yes that we prepared
4: we also got to talk about some of this new halford stuff yes. that is uh just uh, arrived in my mailbox well tequila first yes okay so we're going to drink for all your metal
3: men and women out there listening to metal on a daily basis. I don't speak Spanish too well. We're we'll going to drink the Tequila Casadores Reposado, which has got a big deer's head on
2: it and no worm. I like the deer's head. I noticed that right away.
3: Actually, the funny thing is that um, one of my extended family's family showed up with this big bottle of tequila to my house, <laughs> and um, I'm opening it. <laughs> this is the funniest stories of are, all are time. They, are they
4: from Mexico? Yes, or? they are. But
3: th- like the uh, – one of those, those magnets that you right. take away from the store that rings was still on the uh. bottle. Uh. So I'm going, what is going on with this bottle? So I couldn't open it for the longest time because we got uh, this big Mexican no. magnet on it. But mind you, when there's, when there's liquor in the house, Metal Mike Shell, find a way. And, and we're drinking it the true heavy metal way. No yes. lemon, just straight up tequila rocking. Ch- chased by the beer. Thank you, Metal Mike.
4: Right on. Thank you. In Dixie Cups. In <laughs> Dixie
3: Cups, that, that please tell tell the listeners what they have on them. Uh,
4: dinosaurs, dinosaurs, which I guess uh, we saw your son's room earlier when we had the tour of the house. He's into dinosaurs, huh?
3: Yes, my, my son Steel is in dinosaurs, and um, since, since I don't really do shots by myself... I um
2: I went to the bathroom and took some dinosaur cups. <laughs> <laughs> poor, this is great. Mine's just, a pterodactylus. I've never heard of it with the L-U-S on it. It's, this must be the scientific pronunciation. And I got a
3: corithosaurus that, that looks like a punk dinosaur. <laughs> and yours, Mark?
4: I don't know. Triceratops. Triceratops, yeah. Triceratops, well, we better drink these before the tequila eats through them.
3: Yes, because looks <laughs> very strong. Right on. Okay, here we go. Aha! ha Hello! Hey,
2: I thought that was very smooth, man. This is great. And I'll tell you, tequila, I've, I've been known to freak out a little bit after that. And uh, this was a good one, man. This yeah, it's really decent.
3: Good. It's I all right. love this,
2: man. True Mexican tequila.
3: Uh-huh. And
2: that is kick-ass, dude. Thank you, man. I, we Stolen from a Mexican
4: it. supermarket. <laughs> Excellent. Hey, so the other day I uh, checked my mailbox, and I, have, uh, I had two copies of remastered Rob Helford CDs in the mailbox, which I was totally psyched. Um, and I hadn't opened them yet. And one of the reasons is because I, I already have these two records. and mm-hmm. Mike just pointed out to me that I, I really don't because there are bonus uh, tracks on these CDs. And if you bought, you know, Live Insurrection before, you're going to need to go rebuy it because uh, Mike just pointed out to me there's a lot of cool stuff that we've never heard, including, now this blows me away, my favorite Scorpion song, Blackout, with the man himself, Rudolph mm-hmm. Shanker. Tell me about getting together with Rudolph. Where was that recorded and. Uh, I can't wait to hear this. Maybe we should play this right now.
3: Yeah, you guys should crank this up.
4: Cool. Um. Let's actually take a little sample of this right now on Talking Metal and then come back and talk some Scorpions on Talking Metal. This is Metal Mike, Rudolph Shanker, Rob Halford, and the Halford Band playing Blackout, the Scorpions classic. A little sound sample on Talking Metal. (laughs)
0: Too late to care anyway I look around I see the face What the hell Have I lost my taste? Don't want to find out Just want to try out My head explodes My ears ring I can't remember Just where I've The last thing that i remember. I got lost in a deep end hole Don't want to find out Just want to cut out Blackout I really had a blackout Blackout I really had a blackout Blackout I really had a blackout
2: This is Scorpion's classic Blackout, played by Halford, Rudolph Shanker, Metal Mike, and the entire Halford band. You can get this at MetalGodShop.com. That was killer, Metal Mike. Yeah. Tell us about the recording of that. Was that done all at this particular same gig? Yeah, it oh, oh, totally was. That was that was one of the funniest
3: the funniest and greatest things of all time. This is this is an amazing story that I have this, is that uh, Rudolph was going to come up. And and do breaking the law, and uh, cool. blackout with us, um, and then you know, I, I would imagine somebody like Rudolf Schenker is a pretty busy guy, right? So right. he, I, I I got a call and and it says Metal Mike Rudolf wants you to write out the tablature to breaking the law and fax it to him. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so so there I am, and, and 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 on the bus in Europe, and I'm and I'm sitting with a paper. And I'm writing the six lines, the tab lines, right. and I'm going da 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 oh two three oh two three oh two three oh one three oh one three yeah. and and I fax it to Rudolph. Okay, and I, I wrote this whole song in tablature. Because it's not like he could listen to it and play it, but you know, he just wants the notes and he says Rudolf right. Rudolph wants to get together with you and and play this. So well enough, I faxed it to Rudolph. Rudolf's gonna show up later and play the song as well as blackout with us. And during we have we're having a rehearsal, and Rudolf shows up to rehearse, but we're not really playing any any music yet. Rudolf wants to go through the moves, <laughs> 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 right? And This is in Germany, yeah. like it's in Bochum or somewhere in Germany, and Rudolf shows up and he's got this V. And we're not playing anything, and Rudolf's like. And then we and then, then this German accent is like, and when we Zizu blackout, yes, I'm gonna go ah ah and I'm gonna <laughs> swing my arm and the drummer's gonna hit me when my arm hits at twelve o'clock, he's gonna hit the cymbal. He's going okay. through this choreography and I'm yeah. going, Man, we should really play some tunes, man. Right. You know? So well enough I think we played like blackout maybe some songs, and he's like, sounds good, he doesn't really want to play it. It's it's all done. So it's me. In Rudolf backstage in, in in this German hall somewhere, and we both I'm playing the Jackson flying V. Rudolf's playing his Rudolf Schenker white and black, right? Right? Yep. Yeah. V. And uh and he's drinking these big tall German <laughs> brews and he's pounding them. He's like, wow, oh, that's one, classic. Two. And he's like, and I'm kind of like, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not really like uh, taking back a lot of. But, but, but a lot of rock and roll and metal stars. But, but Rudolf's got something about him that's, like, very cool. And he's wow. got these yellow shades, and he's pounding these beers. And he's like, he's like, he's like eh, eh, eh. He's like, no, I'm like, I mean, he's going through these, all these motions, and, and we're playing these <laughs> notes. So it's time to play this, this song. And Rudolf, and I'm like, hey, Rudolf, we'll see you on stage. It's going to be great. And then right before Rudolf goes on, and okay, breaking the laws out by that time. It's like we're not doing anything. Oh, so he's just like doing too many black songs, right? it's just okay. the black we're gonna rock, it's gonna be great, people are gonna love it. So Rudolph's just about to go on stage and he's going to my guitar tech and he's kinda of like waving his hands in the air and he's going, I I need, I need, I need and, and, oh, no. and so my so my guitar tech grabs a bunch of picks, he's like, He forgot the picks. He forgot his guitar pick, so he grabs the whole hand of my picks. He's like, Which pick do you want? And he was like, No, not a pick, another beer. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> he, he had to hit another That's one before we That is but, totally classic. But I tell you, Ruth, and, and it's, just, it's just the beautiful power of rock music that Rudolf comes out on, on stage and he's got this little top hat and his yellow shades. He comes out, just looks amazing. People just go insane, you especially know? there. Yeah, and and and, and, the, and, the, and that was the first big lesson to me is that yes, of course we want to become the greatest musicians, the the greatest technique based guys. We want to want to play well, you know, especially in heavy metal, which is so 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 based on good musicianship. But Rudolf showed me that it's not all only about it's not about knowing your harmonic minor scale. It's like, it's, it's about a bigger picture. It's about, it's about the aura and the energy of be, between the, between the rocker and the audience, right. you know? And when right, he came right. out and I was just like, man, I could be playing diminished arpeggios. Until I'm blue in the face, but you got to learn some of that—the
4: showmanship. Yeah, and
3: Rulov just came out. He's like Rob. He came out. He didn't. He did need to. He didn't need to play one or sing one note, and people went crazy. And I'm like, that's what you got to convey to the
4: audience. You it's know? it's really cool as a fan of of Scorpion of the Scorpions and a fan of of Judas Priest and Rob Halford to to, to think that. Hey, Rob Halford is a fan of the Scorpions, and mm-hmm. likewise Rudolf, Rudolf Schenker is into Rob's yeah. music too. It's, it's it's really cool, really yeah, cool thing. So, yeah. w- what about the uh, remastered version of Resurrection? Can you tell us anything about that? Any bonus tracks? Anything like that? Um, well, you know what? Let me see. You know, um, I think
3: we have there's a um, there's a song called Said Wings," and um, there's a song "Godbringer of Death." hell's less survivor and now what happened was that said wings and hell's less survivor went but were bonus tracks for japan only uh when the resurrection came out and um they were the most kind of like Pink Killerish type riffs that right. we had and japan loved it and apparently everybody else did because we had a lot of posts on the on the, on the halford quorum um, that people really loved these two songs. And um, so we decided to put them back on the uh, worldwide release. And Godbringer of Death was actually a, um, a probably a demo recording
2: from the original Resurrection writing sessions. You know what I thought was cool, and I particularly took note when I was looking at the credits for Hell's Last Survivor, is that this was a collaboration between you and Rob Halford, and hmm. how does that work? How does it work when just you and him are going to write a tune together? Not uncommon,
3: but one of the ways that, that we would work is where um, I would say, say to his guitar players for the next three weeks, work on riffs. And then when we get together, everybody plays their riffs to me, and I'll come up, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, let's write a song and and hell held hell's less survivor was one of those beautiful moments that I brought in the song and um and rap says it's all there, all the bits are there, and I'll just sing on it cool, so it was great. it was like not a whole lot of um i think I think Roy Z our producer, which actually turned to be a halfway guitar player yeah um um helped shape um some of the song uh, with us um you know i the thing is that. Before I joined, joined Rob Halfer was the first band I've ever been in with a singer. So, you know, as amazing that sounds, the Rob wow. Halfer was really the first thing so. I've ever been in the band with. Because I was very uh, always based on, um, my mind was all all about the music and playing guitar and writing great songs. So wh- what happened was that Rob would say, "Metal Mike, you got to slow down. You got to give me space to sing over. You're playing all these notes and you're getting crazy and you have all these riffs and." You know, when when I was coming to Halford, I I was a big fan of Death and Testament and Carcass, and some of that music was a lot more intricate underneath the vocals because the vocalists are less melodic, you know, so a lot of things could fit. With Rob's, like, you know, you got to remember I sing melodies, so you can't go insane and play crazy trills and riffs and slides and power chords all the time because you got to give me a room to breathe. So Hmm, um, I guess that brings me back to the point that Roy would be like, okay, that's a great riff metal mic now let's let's break it down a little bit so Rob has a space to sing. Right, right. So yeah, we wrote the song, Rob and I wrote the song, but Roy was kinda,
2: they're helping, kinda mold the jelly, you know? One of the things that I think is very important that you recently said today is that heavy metal music is known for great musicianship. And I think that a lot of people, not in metal, because the metal people know that, but a lot of people in general don't realize that. But a lot of heavy metal, it, you're you're mentioning arpeggios, minor scales. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of different things like modes, and uh, there's a lot of classical in heavy metal, and then and metal is a very complicated style of music, and I, I think that a lot of times it doesn't get its due.
3: No, it, it, absolutely, because I I think um, you know people think of heavy metal, and and and, and people think of the obvious, you know, guy sticking the tongue out, and and doing a bunch of drugs and getting crazy we're heavy metal guys you know right. ah, you know right. and, and that, that's metal but it's, that, that's only that that's only the caricature of heavy metal and the truth is that if, if you have to if you want to be a good if you want to be a good heavy metal musician you really really have to put in the time and and um you know a lot of, uh, this is funny interesting story a lot of speaker companies when they when they produce speakers for home entertainment they blast rock and classical music because they're so similar in dynamics you know right that there's there's there's, there's a lot of similarities in it you know and and a lot of musicians in heavy metal are are based on classical music because it's very similar in the the hits and the timing the tempos and the way that you divide the notes to fit within a beat um so yeah you know you kind of have to get past the the, the the sex, drag and rock and roll, which we haven't got past yet, and talking mm. metal family. Speaking here. of that, yeah, working
2: on it. We love musicianship, but we also love the, uh, <laughs> the, the sex and rock and, and yeah. roll.
4: <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> uh, you went to Berkeley, right? <laughs> <Yes>. Berkeley <laughs> College of Music, yeah. where John and I went. I believe you were there. Is that, f- yeah. Yeah, we oh, both I went there yeah. recently. About yeah. you, boys, and we were there. I believe a few years, a few years before you. I think. When were you there? Uh, 90 to 94. Okay. Now, did you speaking of the stereotypical metal? Uh, I was one of them. Yes. Yeah. Did you know a guy Brendan Smalls? Are you? Do you know who that is? No. Okay. Because I just read he went to, to Berkeley. He is the television producer who did who does uh, Metalocalypse. Oh uh, yeah, right Lock, which... Uh, I've been hearing a lot you know, about that. Great, actually. great show. By the way, I, I have the first season on box uh, DVD box set, and mm. it is. You'll love it. You'll love it. It's it's so much fun. Mark Hamill from Star Wars. It's like the uh, funny
3: thing is that what you're saying is that we, we just did this. Um, with a, I did a recent tour across the United States, and right. one of the texts was like, You got to see Meta-, Meta La Polyps. It's you. He goes, Yeah. It's you, man. Is this one guy who sits there and plays guitar and looks mean? It's you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to see it. Somebody, somebody else the other day says, You see that Jack Black movie, The, the Pick of Destiny? I go, no. He goes, oh. He goes. it's can't you, see, man. It's man. It's this heavy metal. And I'm like, why? I'm like, like everybody's coming. I'm like, anything that's like crazy and super metal, they're like, you got to see it. Everybody's telling yeah. me I got to see these things. And I'm like, this metal- Met-
4: I think it's pronounced metal- I'm from Paul and I can't even speak What's English. What's
3: funny is, is that is. Uh,
2: you are now the third person, Mark, me, and now you, none of us c- can pronounce that. So that's, that's that. It's a great name, great show, but we just can't pronounce it.
4: Yeah, it's, it's definitely it's all about this band, Deathlock, and uh, fun stuff. You should definitely check it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to, but it's interesting because the producer. Oh, there's Steel. Metal, there's my my lights, little uh, kid,
3: Steel, walked into the interview. Come on, Steely. We'll got a that. football. Steely's got a football, and he's got a, um, a crystal ball with, with um, cars cartoon on it. Come on, say hey. Steel, how old are you?
0: <laughs> how
4: old are you? You're four years old? Who drives you to school every day? Dada.
3: we <laughs> drive fast or slow? Fast. Yeah. <laughs> we kick butt and all those suckers who try to race us, right?
0: I uh, know.
3: Who's the fastest? You. <laughs> are, we, are we a crazy guys on the road?
4: Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right.
3: Say, peace out, suckers. <laughs> Say, peace out. Say, peace out, talking metal suckers. Okay.
4: Steele is shaking his head no. All right.
3: Go upstairs, Steele. Bring Bro- that a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I was going to
4: mention that the guy who who, pro- who produces, I guess, uh, or yeah, produces uh, the Metalocalypse show it, uh, went to Berkeley. I believe at the same time you were there, Brendan Smalls. Was See, the... and
2: I don't remember. Maybe he was one of those kind of like incognito metal guys. You know what is crazy is that I graduated technically in 91, but I left in... 90 because i i finished early and then i came back for the ceremony so for probably one semester we were probably both there but unfortunately i never ran into you while there although you never know maybe i did who knows
3: i like i I really like you know what um the first first half of my first year like the first six months semester i guess first six months i was really into playing guitar and i mean i was throughout the school but i didn't really go out and party too much i was still kind of like I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna be next diva, you know, the Berkeley thing. And then later on, right. I was just like, well, I was really into playing, but at the same time, I, you know, I went out. Were and you in the, the, the dorms?
2: I was on the Commonwealth Avenue dorm. Oh wow, okay. Because mm-hmm. I for was the in first for year, the f- first year. Because I was in the Mass Ave dorm when you were there. So my last semester that I was there when it was probably your first semester. I was at the dorm where they had the cafeteria so you remember yeah. that one right i
3: that's what i went for the cafeteria I okay remember, yeah so we were in the cafeteria i remember i went there and uh I, w- I looked at the hamburger it's a grade d meat right the grade d meat yeah and i was just like that's like that's like horse liver yeah yeah, yeah. hockey pucks those
4: hamburgers anyways <laughs> wanted to mention that there is some major scandals going on on the talking metal forums right now talkingmetalforums.com Exciter is in the middle of a big legal battle. Uh, If you haven't been to the forums lately, uh, they're closed down. They're completely finished for now. So Uh we are sorry about that. And uh, who knows, maybe one day down the road, we'll open up uh, some more Talking Metal forums. And piracy doesn't pay. That's currently what is up at TalkingMetalForums.com. What else? Oh, Fuse is going to be airing... Six of the seven episodes that Metal Mike and John and myself did for the network, uh, Talking Metal, the TV show, Friday, uh, April 17th, 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern standard time and uh three hours earlier on the west coast there will be a fused talking metal marathon any memories of the show that you care to uh share with the talking metal listeners on camera
3: or off camera
4: um both well yeah. uh, honestly i loved it
3: like I, I i'm 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 amazed how many people like i'm amazed the power of television and uh how many people you reach <laughs> via TV, I guess it's still – I guess TV is still like the the number one impression vehicle on people's it, minds. It, it is. It is. Even you know, with the
4: internet and everything today, it TV doesn't get is any still more the, the than most, the most
3: killer, yeah. you know? I know there was a study one time that there was like a grapefruit in a commercial and then they had the grapefruit in a in museum saying this is the grapefruit from that commercial. People will go and see it. Right you know so we're a bunch of three fruits hanging yeah, out on fuse yeah. you know but <laughs> but uh i loved it i mean I, you know and first of all thank you so much for for inviting me to be a part of that you oh, know oh you bet no, i mean yeah it was it was i i it was it was a very fun time in my life too you know because uh we were out there and um we had we had great shows and uh you know we we talked about talk about some great bands had some great jams and and i think one of my favorite times of all talking metal was when we had a chance to jam South of Heaven." Yeah, that was great. You know, with, with, what else uh, do
4: we we jammed also a couple other songs. With we you, did a you Misfits never, yeah. song. That, let's play that right now. Yeah, right on. Yeah, let's check it out. This is Metal Mike, Bud Friendly, Mark, and John doing "Skulls" by the Misfits.
0: One two three four. <laughs>
2: Skulls, the Misfits Classic by Metal Mike, Bud Friendly, Mark, and, of course, myself on a drum set.
4: Cool. We also did uh, Cemetery Gates, right, by Pantera. We did that with you, right? I don't think so. With uh, Byron? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my it, God. It never made it to air. But.
3: Yeah. You know what? Yes. And I thought it was a
2: lot of fun. Yeah. And what was cool is we were going to do a different arrangement because we didn't want to try to exactly duplicate Dimebag solo we just wanted to pay tribute to Dimebag. Mm-hmm. yeah
4: we cut out before the solo i think or something i don't remember but anyways it never made it to air uh, yeah i think byron wasn't actually happy with it i, I don't know if that was the. well reason I, I think was it was
3: just like, was was just like a, a, a i think we're like we're preparing a lot of songs for this one-time show and right. um you know we really that we really didn't get a chance to rehearse a whole lot for it so we're just like you know let's just do it tr- if it's a tribute let's do a tribute bow out and Right. And, and walk out of instead of
2: and speaking of rehearsing believe it or not the only song or the only time we ever quote rehearsed for one of these talking metal jams was the one with you and that consisted only of mark and i coming over to your house like the day before and you know jamming on South yeah. heaven a couple of
3: but times. it sounded so great We still still song
4: so it was killer yeah no worth it it, worked it was trip. it was killer well, again, guys, uh, if you didn't see any of the Fuse shows, uh, Fuse is re-airing six of the seven shows on April 17th. That's a Friday night prime time, 8 p.m. East Coast time. I guess that would be, what, uh, 5 p.m.? Three hours before, yeah. West Coast time. Check it out on Fuse on your cable network. Mike, thank you for having us over. Oh, thanks for coming I think coming we're going to actually tape another episode while we're here. Uh, but let's wrap this one up and feature some music off of the resurrection remastered album i remember putting on this album and resurrection kicking in going into maiden hell locked and loaded and just thinking this is the greatest metal i've heard in a long long (laughs) time and what was it like to be a part of such a historic record well
3: uh it was uh
4: Wonderful experience, you know.
3: But I've really, you know, because I was so close to it and I was part of it, I didn't really understand the importance of that the record will have in the years to come, you know. Um, like for me, metal never went away because I'm, I'm a metal right. head. So just because I didn't see it on on TV doesn't mean that metal wasn't important anymore. It was always number one. My life still is, and
4: but it even it feels it be. felt like a lot of the metal bands like. Let's say in the in the nineties, especially the second half of the nineties, they were readjusting their sound and they were trying to yeah. to be more sound garden, more like tool, yeah. you know, both heavy bands, but not really metal bands. And I felt like a lot of metal bands were were trying to kind of almost jump on that bandwagon, if you will. Whereas when Resurrection came out, I I was like Wow, this is this is pure metal. This is back to what yeah. it's all about.
3: Well, I mean, I mean, the thing is that that in in some ways is is that um uh, in you know intentionally or not, Rob also did, did did records that were not a straight up heavy metal albums. Sure, you know, and um, but I think you know, I think there were there were real heavy metal records released in the marketplace. Yeah, absolutely. But it takes a a figure in heavy metal that's so important, and Rob Halford, arguably the metal god of all time, you know, um, releasing a straight-up heavy metal record. Um, CMM Entertainment <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> releasing a a, a, um, a heavy metal record, which means so much to everybody worldwide, you know, so... And um, he,
4: you're right, and he had done Fight, which was a little something different, you know, and then, of course, the 2 record was something very different. Right. Um, and... Uh, yeah, it was great to have Rob step back into the uh, the role of the metal god of and- the
3: metal god, reclaiming his crown. Really, yes. which 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 is which is very rightly his his to carry. And um, you know, I, and I think also when um, when we played the Garden with with Maiden, that was um, somebody told me that was a wake up call for heavy metal. You know, yes. and uh, it people for Halford, Queensryche. You know, Rob Halford. Halford's playing the Garden. It's it's back. It's back with with two with gloves and
4: and fists and all that. So um, so let's crank up a tune yeah, from thanks, Resurrection uh, Thanks Remastered. to Metal Mike uh, for having John and I over to his house. If you don't know Metal Mike, you need to check him out online. He is the guy who was recorded with Rob Halford, Sebastian Bach. You've recorded with Bruce Dickinson, uh, Rudolph Schenker, we're just finding out. That's right. My own uh, band, Pain
3: Museum. Pain
4: Museum. You've toured with Testament. Uh, just such a metal history going on here, and thanks for having us over. Where's the best place that the talking metal listeners can get in touch with you online?
3: Oh, it's very easy. Um, it's it's metalmic.net. Um, I also, if you're into checking out videos, um, we just started a a, a video channel called youtube.com/slash cmm entertainment, which is which was my company. And um, crazy enough, in the cyber world, speaking of Halford, uh, we are, um, I'm, I'm a, tw- a twitter.metalmikec so I do crazy updates every, every very two cool. hours. We will be space. part
2: of your Twitter group, and we, of course, have twitter.com slash Talking Metal that Mark has spearheaded, and I am getting into it now, so it's very cool. Right Metal on. Mike, thank you very, very much for inviting us over, for being part of this podcast. You're going to be part of the next podcast as well, and... Thank you again, dude. Okay, dude. Thanks
3: are
4: very much. Brother. You guys are heavy metal brothers from different mothers, and I love you. <laughs> this is the single off the remastered version of Resurrection. It is called Silent Screams. It's a little sound sample for you here. Go buy this. Buy the album, uh, MetalGodShop.com, and uh, I believe it's up on iTunes, too, where you can download it, so... uh Use those links in today's show notes. This is Silent Screams by Halford, featuring Metal Mike. <laughs> featuring my
1: Look at me, I'm chasing in the storm, what I am is all that really matters now, the lies of God, the lies of God, all the lies of God, the lies of God. Tempting fate and losing friends along the way I love No regrets, I'm standing with a needle in my heart Needle in my heart